Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the HP Podcast, the show about video games. It is now 2023, and we're totally changing the show. This week, I have Dave with me. Dave, hello. Hey, is this new? Yeah, this uh, is brand new. I we're new? doing this. This is totally different than before. Okay, cool. Yep. Um, I mean, people who are longtime listeners will get it. The people who have only been listening for like maybe a couple years, they may not they may not get it as much, but yeah, whole new show. Hey, yeah, it's good. New year, yeah. new show, new me, uh, new body, really? new mind. Did you finally no. get that head transplant? <laughs> uh, yeah, Amazon, 10% off. It's pretty good. Wow. Boxing Day deal. You guys don't have Boxing Day down there, do you? What is Boxing Day? Uh, December 26th. It's like Black Friday, but it's just an excuse for um, retailers to make you think everything's on sale. Yeah, like, like they're putting, putting all the Christmas stuff in boxes. Oh. I guess that's why it's called Boxing Day. Not like fighting. No, yeah, that's what I thought for the longest time is like, I've just, you know, but my mom would talk about like Boxing Day is like, oh, we're going to go out on Boxing Day. And I just pictured everybody fighting in the streets and concussions everywhere. But no, it's, you know, it took me 20 years, but I realized it was putting stuff in boxes, I guess. Mm. That makes sense. I guess. Mm -hmm. Sounds stupid, but we'll go with it. It's about as stupid as any other fake holiday that they make you buy stuff (laughs) on. Yeah. Also, also with me today is Brandon. Hello. Hey. Are you ready for the new show? I'm ready. Ready as I'm going to be. Yeah. Ready as I can be. Um, excited for a new year. It's going to be a big year all around. 10 out of 10. Excited. I uh, never, ever have given a single shit about the passing of a year. Like, it just seems like nothing to me. It's just another day. Yeah. It's, it's like literally just another day and all of this like I wasn't trying to shit on your excitement by well, the way. No, 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 I know, but like this perception of reality is all fabricated. And so like, you know, when a day passes, I know that the sun goes up and the sun comes down, but whatever day I assign to it doesn't really matter. Right. Um so yeah, it's some people really put weight into it. I I love the idea of the gyms being full in January and then by <laughs> January 20th I'm not mm. even going to give it a full month. That's generous, yeah. And then by January 20th, they're fucking empty. It's really sad what will motivate humans mm-hmm. um, to better themselves, uh, like the passing of a single day, uh, the hope of a better future. Yeah. Um, but the hope comes from within, and that's what we're looking forward to this next year. The hope comes from the HP podcast, really. Yeah. Well – Speaking of how stupid New Year's and resolutions are, we're going to talk about our gaming <laughs> resolutions this episode. But before we do that, we're going to talk about a couple pieces of news. But before we do that, I want to remind you, if you haven't heard, we have a Patreon over at patreon.com slash handsome phantom. You can support us there for as little as a dollar a month. As a matter of fact, you get everything there is to have almost a dollar a month. 
Uh, you get ad-free early access to the show. You help us out. You get a warm feeling in your in your loins. You and, almost said uh, something. You almost said something else. You almost was? said you almost said dick. If you're new listening to this, a new thing in the show, we're going to say dick at least three times. Well, we've, that's already twice there. Yeah. So one more down. I wasn't going to say dick, but I mean, I oh, could. three times we hit our quota. Yeah. Nice. There we go. That's Here's the thing, the though. I didn't want you know. I I didn't even think of saying that. But if I had, I would have. I would have also then thought like. Well, I know there's at least like one female listener, or should I say one individual without a dick? So I don't want to exclude anyone. Fair enough. Right? Fair so, enough. I mean, hey. New year, new me. New year, <laughs> less exclusion for people without dicks. That's right. And I think we're up to like six or seven now already. Damn. So. Pump them numbers. In boys. addition to the Patreon that you can sign up for, you can go over to discord hang out with us there you go over to handsomefandom.com slash discord we'll meet you there we'll say hello we'll give your balls a tug or again whatever you might have. whatever you might have yeah. we'll give it a tug we don't mind give your nose a tug wow okay the first thing i have is uh there is a, an update coming for hitman 3 and i wanted to talk about this because we talked a lot about hitman 3 nice. when it came out yeah. that's almost that's almost two years ago that doesn't feel is right, it too, man. Has it? Am I wrong? It's Hitman been a while. Three? It's been a while. Seriously? Hitman 3, according to IGN, is being rebranded as World of Assassination, putting the entire trilogy in one package. Announced in a blog post from developer IO Intera- Interactive, World of Assassination will become the only modern Hitman game available to purchase as of January 26th, and Hitman 1 and 2 are being removed from storefronts. Those who already own Hitman 3 will get an upgrade to the new game for free. World of Assassination will otherwise cost around $70 and includes what was previously known as the Hitman 1 Game of the Year Access Pass, which is essentially all the content from the original game, the Hitman 2 Standard Access Pass, all main content from the second game, and the Hitman 3 Base Game. An additional World of Assassination Deluxe Pack can be purchased for $30, which adds the remaining bits of DLC, including the Hitman 3 Deluxe Pack, the Hitman 3 Seven Deadly Sins Collection, and the Hitman 2 Expansion Access Pass. Those who own the content already won't have to pay for anything extra for the rebranded game, and those who own some but not all of the content will be able to purchase the remaining pieces individually, similarly to how it works currently. Players who have purchased Hitman 1 or 2 will also be able to upgrade to access and play the games fully, despite the removal from the storefronts. They said they're absolutely certain that these changes will have a hugely positive effect on existing players and new players alike. Guys, I want to I wanna, I wanna talk to you about this. Dave... We talk a lot about how shitty it is when people take games offline or they don't provide access and like there's no way to play the old games. I don't know about you. This seems to me like the right way to do it. If you need to take Hitman 1 and 2 away. And I know that people who have them already will still have them. And, you know, most people who have played those games and you can get them physically and all that kind of stuff. But giving people the option to either buy the old content or to just have it because they own Hitman 3 and not have to worry about those old things being lost at time. That seems like the right way to do it. I mean, I, I, I got to disagree with you a little bit just because, um, I think right, anytime, Brandon, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I think anytime you take options away, cause like me, for an example, I, I wouldn't mind dipping my toes into this package, but I'm now in a position where I have to buy $70 worth of content when I may not like it after like 10 hours or something, or maybe like one game's worth of Hitman is enough for me. Um, And that's not an option anymore. So I like 
the approach that's been taken for people who own some of the content, but I think for people on the outside looking in, it's like your only choice is to pay full price for maybe a lot more than you actually want. Um, so I don't know. I don't like that. The idea that that sort of choice is gone. I like that they've, the way they've rebranded it into, you know, the world of assassination. Um, you know, I like how they aren't just using the old assassins, uh, or sorry, um, Hitman collection or something like that. This is kind of a cooler approach, but I'd like the choice to kind of buy piecemeal still. Uh, and I no longer have that choice. So that's just my perspective on it. Brandon, what do you think? Um, I think it's a great idea. And maybe that's just from me owning yeah. <laughs> all of it. Um, I think this is a perfect way forward for the series. Um, Hitman 3 was an undoubtable value from the beginning. And the fact that you could play one and two in the same engine sweeten the pot that much more. Yeah, um, I think that's a point I didn't make is that Hitman 3 already had the ability to play Hitman 1 and 2 in Hitman 3. Right, right. So the fact that, and correct me if I'm wrong, you said the people that have Hitman 3 will be upgraded to this new version. Correct. So by that idea, if you wanted to try out the Hitman series even if you did not want all of it, like let's say you, you wanted a piecemeal like Dave uh-huh. next time it's on sale before they make the switcheroo, just buy Hitman three. It's going to yeah. be on sale before yeah. it goes to this new version. I would, I, I would imagine it's went on sale many times. It has been on sale many times. I think it's, I just looked, I think it's currently on at least PSN. It's currently $60. Oh really? But I've seen it as low as 40. I swear. Seriously, the value in this game is immense. And I'm going to say it twice because it is. Um, and How immense is it? It's it's gargantuan wow. uh, in, in size and girth. Mm. Um, but no, I just think this is a good way forward. Um, the way they have it outlined, not calling it Hitman, makes me wonder, you know, I wasn't necessarily a proponent for like these live games that always always um are growing but this sort of game would lend really well to that yeah um i think uh and i would be just as happy to receive more levels maybe the equivalent of half of another hitman 3 if it meant i can get it sooner and i didn't have to wait for hitman 4 right so that's what i think they're trying to set up if i want to be completely honest um and i think it's a good thing i think of all the ways to do it of all the the upgrades that we've seen to old games this has to be one of the more favorable. Yeah. Easily. And I understand Dave's perspective for sure. Uh, however, those old games weren't terribly cheap, and I think they've all been free on PSN at some point. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I I, I I like it personally, but I have probably a different perspective since I am, as Dave said, on the inside already looking out as opposed to being the opposite. Uh, but I don't know. I, I just think that Hitman 3 is such a spectacular package. Ooh. And it has the other games included in it already. So to make it so that people well, who want it can get all of it. Sorry. If you already own the old games, right, it has it right, included right, in right, it. Right. Yeah. yeah weren't, weren't they on game pass or at least Hitman three was for a little while. I don't think so. I, no. I don't know. I think that one of them, not both of them. One of them was on PlayStation plus, right, whether it, right. what, I think it might've been one. Yeah, uh, I have one and two, and I never purchased either of them. So I'm assuming okay. they were both on at certain points. But but no, seriously, so good. I'm hoping we don't see a departure from Agent 47. Yeah. Um, because not that the name inherently suggests that there's going to be more characters, but I don't know. 
I could even see a game in the future where Hitman is a multiplayer game. You know, they've they've dabbled in things like VR. It's not been a good success. Sure. Um, I talked many moons ago about how excited I was for Hitman VR because I thought it was a cool idea. Execution was poor. Um, I'd love to see IO expand the franchise. If this is a part of it, I'm all about it. Yeah. All right, let's move on. The PlayStation blog reports that the PSN games, sorry, the PlayStation Plus monthly games for January are Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Fallout 76, and Axiom Verge 2. Damn, that's a good lineup. It's a really good lineup. Uh, Let's start off by talking about Fallout 76, because I think we have the least to say. Well, I have the least to say about it. Uh, That's all I have to say about Fallout 76. Garbage, pile of garbage. (laughs) Dave, have you have you tried seventy six? Yeah, I, I played quite a bit of it. Um, yeah. I played the beta and then canceled my pre order. I think about a year later, I picked it up and uh, I had a good time with it. Um, there's obviously problems, um, but I mean, it still feels like a Fallout game. Yeah, um, it's it's got all you know, sort of those tropes and stuff like that. So, and then once they added NPCs in, it was better. Yeah, I I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I, that was a big thing, and I think that's when I finally went back in and checked it out. But um, yeah, it's 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 a fun game, and at the low low price of free, it's it's worth checking out, especially if if you enjoyed Fallout Four and stuff like that. Like, I don't think it has the um, the story because it it still feels tacked on, given that like NPCs were shoehorned in after the fact. And last time I played it, there were still issues with it, but. Um, yeah, I, it's, it's not as bad as some people say, and really worth checking out if you've enjoyed any Fallout games in the past. I checked out Fallout 76 on release. I think we got a review code for it and hated it. And I think I put like six or seven hours in it and said, I'm out. And then I had a lot of issues like with it too, uh, as far as like technical, not just the game itself. And then probably, I don't know, probably two years ago now at this point, Uh, My buddy Justin and my buddy Josh hopped in with me and we were really enjoying it, actually. It got a lot of improvements and then it just kind of became a little bit stale and we were like, okay, well, we're going to give it like one more night after like a week of playing. And then some dude just came up to us (laughs) and gave us like all this high tier equipment and we had nothing to work for anymore. And I was like, well, I'm no longer interested (laughs) in the game. Really? Uh, Which that guy was trying to get us like, you know, to want to stay in the game and want to play and see how good the community is and all that kind of stuff. And I appreciate that. But for me, the only draw was like upgrading. I didn't just right. want to be in that world right. because of the story stuff. Like Dave said, I just wanted to be able to like progress and update. And as after he gave us like so much in-game loot, I was just like, eh, <laughs> I'm okay. it's, it's funny. I'm that exact same thing happened to me. He didn't really give me like uh, enough loot to, to that. Like I kind of, fast track my way to the end or anything like that but like it was enough and he he just kind of found me and uh helped me with a couple things and then he just started dropping stuff on the ground and then he actually left at one point and he he signaled something to tell me to like wait and i'm like this guy's gonna drop a nuke on me or something <laughs> but then he came back with more stuff so yeah yeah i think that there there is a small but dedicated community still there and there definitely um, is yeah yeah so I, I you know i think some people are going to play this on psn and sort of see that and maybe stick around because it's it's improved it definitely it'll definitely does. give the game a boost i think and it is interesting i don't know about the last six months or so but for a long time very long time it was one of the top played game pass games yeah 
and uh, you understand why they want to keep keep it around. Yeah, for that reason alone. Now, I think that um, I have light experience with the game. Yeah, um, I played it very close to launch, um, which was very janky. Yeah. I'm not going to get into it, but um, I think the Pittsburgh update's super cool. I might be interested in seeing stuff that. I'm familiar with it being so close to where I grew up. Uh Um, And yeah, I think it's vastly improved over time. And that's like the key component to this game. Um, If you want to play a good Fallout game, play Fallout 4 or Fallout 3. Um, And if you want to play with your friends, just play the other one. 76, I guess. But I haven't really played New Vegas. I know everyone's going to shit on me about that, but... Um, that's like the holy grail for so many people, but I like Fallout 4. I think Fallout 4 is very good. That's just me. A lot of people don't think that. Here's the thing. People, uh, I was wrong about us having the least amount to say about 76, by the way. But uh, (laughs) when Fallout 4 came out, people loved it. They adored it. And as the years have gone on, people have been like, oh no, it actually wasn't a good game. Dude, it's good. And I haven't played it again since then. I'm sure now it's a little more dated. But I remember, I listen, I remember yeah, I all remember. the people who praised it who are now like, it was never good. And I'm like, whatever. Yeah. Is like a lot of stuff janky about it? Yes. Yeah. But that's Fallout. Dude, New Vegas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's just the way it works. You know, is the base building awful? Is it annoying? Yes. Can you build some cool shit? Absolutely. So like, that's just how it goes. I think about new vegas sometimes too and now it's like universally beloved and it was probably always beloved but i played it for an old website i had pre-release we reviewed it and i had the buggiest experience some of the some of the memes that were going around at the time they were probably called memes at the time but for new vegas and like websites reporting on and everything else I was the one who like submitted screen, those screenshots and stuff <laughs> of some of the bugs that were happening That's awesome. and it was awful i hated it and now i hear people talk about how great it is and i'm like I don't remember having that experience. Yeah. And so I need to go back and play New Vegas someday because, well, maybe it's better than yeah. I remember or better than my experience. It's probably about the same. Axiom Verge 2 is the next one. Uh, I don't actually don't really have a ton to say about Axiom Verge 2. I kind of wanted to touch on the fact, though, that Axiom Verge 1, I feel like, was a modern sensation. And Axiom Verge 2 came out on Switch, I'm pretty sure, a little while back. And I guess it came out on PlayStation as well. I don't know. Dude, it, and, it died on the Switch, apparently. And I never heard yeah. another word about it. People yeah. were raving about the first one. And the second one came out and was just like, eh. Dave, do you have any Axiom Verge experience? No, but uh, of the three games, um, this was the one I was most excited about, mostly because I, I've already played the other two. Um, yeah. And I find with the monthly PSN games, there's usually like one big one. Sometimes there's a second big one. And then there's also a third one that is you know, sometimes it's an indie game or just a game that, you know, is less popular. And this is probably one of the first months where that third game is the one that mostly caught my eye. Yeah. So I think of the three, this is the one I'm, you know, I've heard you talk about it and some other people. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to trying this. It's like a, it's like a Metroidvania kind yep. of indie game. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. So yep. this is the one that I'm looking forward to uh, for sure. Nice. Brandon Axiom Verge, catch your eye. I mean, the first axiom verge two. the first one looked interesting to me um it being something i'm gonna access for free right sounds perfect yeah so um yeah that's really about all i have to say about it so uh brandon it's not it's not free it's with your subscription <laughs> i <game>. know <laughs> what was the last one again the last one is uh star wars jedi fallen oh, order yeah i own that so. yeah what a great game and what a 
smart time to make it on make it available Dude, on ps plus seriously the second one coming Creating out a couple that months buzz man it's yeah perfect brilliant dave you just very recently played it didn't you yeah that i i played it earlier or sorry last year <laughs> um and it's uh i'm sorry i waited on that game so long um i saved some money on it obviously but man not as much of it as you could have if you waited till this month it's so much that like i've taken a page from your book uh, ben and you do this sometimes with games, but I've gone dark on the sequel, so I haven't seen any trailers. Yeah, like I accidentally saw like a thumbnail of a trailer or something. But uh, yeah, I'm real. I love the first one, and really, really, really looking forward to the sequel. In uh, I think it's March. March is coming. Yes, I think that's right. Dude, I saw. Speaking of that, actually, voice. Uh-huh. Dude, I saw people bitching online that uh, that uh, what's his name, Cal. Yeah. They were like, uh, it's only been about five years and he can do all these these, <laughs> these different types of lightsabers. It's ridiculous. It would take him 70 years to be able to learn how to use a double-sided <laughs> lightsaber. And it's fucking, nobody's ever advanced this far as a Jedi. I'm like, motherfucker, introduce me to a single Jedi you know. Right. Right now. <laughs> yeah. Introduce me to one right now. One singular Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. All right, boys, it's that time. That's all, that's all we really had for news. There's some other stuff out there, but a lot of it's rumors and like we don't normally it's, just whatever. It's uninteresting. It's it's just not our thing. Like look it up on Reddit. It's okay for other people. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, sure, sure. Yeah, but yeah. We, we don't usually do that. Yeah, look it up on Reddit. Uh it's time dun, 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 for the annual second annual uh New Year's gaming resolutions thing. And this was uh, an idea of Dave's last year that I that he had. And I kind of was like, eh, I don't know. And then I we did it. it and I loved it. I love it. Absolutely. Dave. Excellent. So, Dave, would you like to do the honors of we I asked for everybody to bring three. Uh I think we'll go through them all three all three. Three gaming resolutions for, for 2023. And uh do you want to go first, Dave? Yeah, sure. I can. I'll christen you guys. Um, Thank you. Are you are you writing these down again? I know you did last or I, I didn't I did write know them when... down last year. I went back and listened to them, but I'll write them. Oh, down. Okay, okay. So you are you are recording this? Um, well, it is on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, okay. So I mean, we chatted about this last week, and I think one of the things we wanted was to be a little bit more specific. Yes. Um, smart goals, you know, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time oriented. So, um, you've been f- too many, you've been in the <laughs> collegiate setting too long. Yeah. Um, so my, my first one, and this might sound to a lot of people like that is no big deal. Like people do that all the time. Um, but for me it is, um, and there's kind of like an undertone to this particular goal, but I want to get, um, I want to get two platinums next year and three is my stretch goal. So again, I know that's not a big deal. A lot of people like set out to platinum every game they get and they do that for most of them. There's a YouTuber we've talked about before named mystic who had a challenge where he did 30 platinums in 30 days. So this is, it's not that hard, but um, the reason why I've kind of picked this is because I have a tendency to, um, I'll pick up a game. I'm very good at finishing everything I start, unless it's something on Game Pass or uh, PSN or something. Um, but as soon as I roll credits, I'm like, I'm ready to move on to something else. Yeah. And I feel like I could, if I just kind of push through a little bit, maybe take a break from the game, but come back. Uh, if I kind of push through, I will, you know, maybe have better lasting memories. Outriders is a really good example. Uh, that's a game that I platinumed um, year before last. Uh-huh. Uh, 
kind of an average game, but I have really fond memories of it because of how much time I put into it. And uh, so, so yeah, I mean, that's something I want to do um, to be a little bit more specific. I don't want to, I'm not going to go back and platinum a game I've already finished. Okay. Um, I want to start a new game. The only one that I kind of caveat is Ghost of Tsushima, just because I just recently started a new playthrough on that. Um, so, so yeah, I, I don't want to platinum any games where multiple playthroughs are required. Uh, I don't want to platinum any games where, um, difficult, like you have to play on super hard or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but I'm also not going to do like shovelware. Like these are going to be legitimate platinums. So, uh, sorry. And it's not exclusive to platinums if it's something I choose on Xbox 100%, 100% yeah. game. So yeah, do, that's do, my first one. Do you have any games? I mean, I know that you don't know the platinum or, or completion list ahead of time, usually until the game's pretty close to launch. But do you have any games with your that you have your eye on that you're like, that's a game I know I want to invest a lot of time into already? Yeah. And I don't know if we're going to get to this, but there are, there are a few games that are coming out this year that I think as soon as the lists become available, I may just kind of um eye them as potentials nice. um one because you know if i'm getting them on day one then i'm going to spend a hundred dollars on them so why not get uh, most bang for my buck so sure um yeah, yeah we'll, let's say forward. that we'll either talk about that later in the show or we'll talk about anticipated stuff next week we always like sure. to try to keep it around an hour you know give or take um but if we have time we'll get to it today and if not we'll we'll branch into that next week sure yeah. cool so all right so dave's first First resolution is to get at least two platinums. Three is a stretch goal. And he specifically said not games he's already played or beaten, not games he's already beaten. Brandon, you're up next. All right. So mine is... Spe- wait, wait, sorry. Okay. I meant to... I meant to. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut in here. That's okay. Uh, Dave, it's funny because I almost picked a number for platinums for myself. And I thought, but I don't always... Like, I enjoy getting a platinum if I really enjoy the game. If right. I don't, I don't care. So why give myself a goal I'm not going to enjoy? Right. So I'm glad I didn't pick it because you picked it and that it's better. Cool. Somehow. <laughs> Brandon. Okay. Uh, so mine is vague, but also specific in a way that I can quantify. Okay. Um, my first goal is to complete a game uh, this year, but a game in a genre that I ha- do not typically play. Okay. So... That's vague because there are many genres that I don't typically play. But I have a few things that come to mind. I'm thinking of platformer games. I'm thinking of turn-based games. Mm. I'm thinking of uh, real-time strategy games. I'm thinking of puzzle games. So there are many games that I don't typically gravitate towards. Most of my games are action, very broadly action slash shooter in general. Yeah. Right? So I'm thinking something a little bit different. So I want to, from start to finish complete a game in one of those categories i was thinking about it more today probably either turn-based or what's most likely is puzzle does it have to be a 2023 game or can it be any no game? okay okay any game that breaks my mold gotcha and that's the whole point is to play something that is not something i would typically play something that came to mind and i'm not going to play this game because i don't think i really like it the witness a game oh, like yeah. the witness i've tried that before maybe something like that um, maybe something akin to a walking simulator, maybe like the binding of Edith Finch, something like that. Like something, the bind, <laughs> dude, I just mashed up. I just mashed up what remains of Edith Finch. And not, the binding of Isaac. The binding of, you know what I mean? Yeah. My brain is, um, functioning. So it's only one game. Finish any game that is okay. outside of my genre. Cause trust me, 
Yeah, and I, I know. And, and I'm talking about finishing it because I can easily play any game. Right. I will play any game for maybe even like, you know, five or six hours. Right. But to complete this game. Yeah. Needs to be done. Well, I was just thinking some of the walking sims are pretty short. So that. Yeah, I'm going to take that into Don't cop out. I'm, I'm going to take that into consideration. If I play a game that's only like four or five hours long. Yeah, I'll make it two. it's got to be like an, a, a, at least an average. Let's say like 10 to 15 hours is where I'm trying to shoot. OK. In a game that I typically would not play. Okay. Now, I hope that doesn't sound like cop out. But for me, no, that's not a cop out. Like I will easily I am very much like like. I wouldn't necessarily say opposite of Dave, but like if I don't like something, I just like, I don't, I do not play right. it. I just like stop playing it instantly because then I start to not want to do the thing I love. Right. You know what I mean? I've known you for long enough and known your gaming habits long enough to know that this is a Herculean task for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, and to even think about putting like a real time strategy game in there in the mix as a possibility as well. Not that these typically have like traditional, I was even thinking of like what, Age of Empires. I don't know. Yeah. I've never played something like that. I've played stuff like Civ, but there are a lot of categories that I really am lacking in. Uh-huh. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to find something. Ideally, it would be something new this year, but it doesn't have to be that I can fully complete that's outside of my normal gaming uh, stratosphere, I guess. Yeah. My normal gaming mold. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. Cool, dude. Um, let's see. I, I don't have mine pulled up here. Uh, okay. My first one, actually, I'm going to save my first one because I think it's similar to one you have, and I'm going to keep it. Okay. Um, okay, my first one. I want to have more hours or equivalents in single-player games than live service this year. Ooh. And that doesn't mean... That means total. So all of my single-player games put together, I want it to be equivalent to or greater than the amount of hours I have in live service games. And I actually uh, went through today and looked at how many hours I have in the current live service games I'm playing, uh, which is Sea of Thieves and Call of Duty to make sure that I knew where I was at on those so I could calculate them at the end of the year. Dude, I can never achieve that. And like, it's going to be... I've talked a lot about how gaming for me... I like gaming. I like single-player stuff. I like talking about single-player stuff a lot. But for me, a lot of gaming for me is hanging out with people. Absolutely. Um, And so I'm... I don't really like saying, oh, I'm going to intentionally isolate myself from my friends more this year. Right. But I think it's good because I so often I'll start to play a single player game and then, you know, all my buddies, I I look in Discord and all my buddies are hopped into a voice channel and they're all playing Call of Duty and I'm like, oh, I'll just play with them. And then it's suddenly it's six weeks later and I haven't (laughs) finished God of War, which I have finished now, but I didn't. And, And so... A game I was super duper hyped about, you know? Right. And so I just want to be intentional to play at least... And, and by the way, the single player thing, it doesn't have to just be single player. It could be co-op or whatever. But just to have um, more hours in games that are not live service than I have in live service. So fair. that's yeah, my first one. That's fair. Yeah. Dave, I think, I think it's up to you now. That's the exact uh, opposite of Dave's last year. <laughs> Just funny you mentioned that because I'm actually going to uh, carry that over to this year. That's going to be my second goal. But I'm going to be a little bit more specific because I think the issue I had with this specific resolution last year was it was a little bit too ambiguous. So so we chatted about last week. I kind of hit my goal of playing online more, but it wasn't necessarily like the way I intended it. So 
Um, one of the things I want to do is is play with friends uh, yeah. a little bit more because I'm the opposite of you, Ben. I spend way too much time, not too much time, but um, it, it, I spend a lot more time in single player games than I do uh, playing online with people. So uh, once a week, um, going to you know, play something with a friend, somebody I know, not a random. Um, so that'll add up to about four times a month. And, and I think that's, that's, that's a good goal for me. So absolutely. Um, whether it's, you know, call of duty or maybe some deep rock or something that hasn't come out yet. Um, I think there's more than enough that I enjoy playing online. It's just a matter of me one playing <laughs> a little bit less in the morning and, and actually, you know, reaching out to people and saying, Hey, can I come, uh, can you carry me please? Dave, what time do you play in the morning? Uh, I when I'm working from home, I, I get up at like seven a.m. and I okay. usually play for like an hour. Um, so yeah. yeah, I was gonna say because if it was early enough, I'm not in bed yet, so we could work that <laughs> out. But that's I'm usually in bed by seven. The so, Venn diagram, yeah. the sleep schedules <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. Uh, yeah. So it's kind of lame, a bit of a carryover, Dude, but I think I'm being a little bit more specific this year. Yeah. Um, Love so, it. At yeah, least I once a week. On average, once a week, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because sometimes, you know, weeks don't line up, but on average. All right, Bando, you're up. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The one I have written down seems kind of piddly, but I'm a little bit, I hate to admit I'm afraid of this, but I'm a little bit scared of doing this a little bit because I'm self-conscious as Uh a person and a little low self-esteem at times. Sure. At times. Yeah. I'm planning on trying out streaming this year. Um, I don't know whether I'm going to quantify it or not. I feel like I should. My list said I was going to stream more than twice which feels very, very achievable and kind of a cop-out. But I'm a little bit nervous about putting a number to it, boys. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Only because, one, obviously I'm limited by technology. I have a new computer. I'm sure it runs great. I'm sure it streams great. But I can easily see myself being aggravated with all of the problems and intricacies and nuance that come along with streaming and playing games at the same time. Sure. Um, So... I don't know, man. I guess a couple times a quarter. I don't know. What am I, a businessman? Same well, you've quarter. got a you've got a hell of a support system around you for that kind I of know, stuff. I know, so. I know. I have like te- like the best around. Uh, nothing will ever get us down. Um, but <laughs> but no. So that that's my goal. I'm gonna say. 
you don't have to put a specific number. On I don't that. have to put a number. I, on. Yeah, yeah, I think ambiguity is okay yeah. in this case. Yeah, yeah. You so know, it's it's like I want to try oysters or I want to try swinging this year. It's it's right. just you know whatever you like. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, no, I think some context is needed here. You did stream in the past. I have streamed. It's always been like, you know, a broke ass, jank ass stream. And mostly I've piggybacked off my friends that have been streaming, you know, joining in stuff like that. And I've used like, certainly like the PlayStation four camera right. to prop it up on my fucking pile of books that was rough. in my parents' house. You know, I've been there. Yeah. Right. And I have streamed before, but it's never been good. So the fact that I actually have the ability and the tools um, well, maybe not the ability, but I have the tools right. um, to do it now. It's going to completely change the game. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. I've gotten uh, fantastic encouragement from my significant other to give it a go. Um, and I think I will this year. And I think it'll be a good thing overall. Um, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of good that can come of it. And it will, it will feel good to be creative in this way. Yeah. Um, so Well, I mean, look at it this way. Dave has streamed and done well. I've streamed and, you know, whatever. You've done really well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Dustin has streamed. He doesn't know anything about how OBS actually works. He just has a lot of viewers, so it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> he can help you in some areas, too. So call me. Yeah, Beat man. me if you want to yeah. reach me. Yeah, that's right, dude. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll definitely be asking you about overlays and stuff. So. Yeah. I uh, here's, the, here's the one thing I'll say. As a new streamer, mm-hmm. this is something I did not do. Streaming is better when it's simple. And I don't mean like clean, shitty, clean, clean. Like people invest all this time and energy in like layovers and graphics and they get like emotes made and everything. And it's like, if you have no viewers, none of that stuff matters. Right, right. And some people will say, well, you need that stuff to get viewers. No, that is not true for me. No, no, no. And I don't think that's true either. And really, you know, you can even look at big streamers as an example. I mean, a lot of streamers, even over time, yeah. you see how their their setups, how their graphics, how their literally their camera orientation, instead of a big gaudy fucking yeah. you know, template around their camera, it's just it's a lot of guys face. are going simple. Yep. And it looks better, it's less distracting. And whenever you put yourself in that box that everyone else is knowing what streamers look like, yeah. You're so much easier to pass up, right? Whenever your 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 fucking transitions and your window frame look the same as the next guy in a different color, right? You know, relatively the same, maybe not exactly the same. Sure. Maybe you, maybe you made it. Maybe you put a lot of effort into it. Right. What I'm saying is that, like, I agree with you, Ben. You don't put the cart before the horse. Right. So I'm looking forward to trying that out this year. Um, and I'm having no expectations, absolutely zero expectations, because um, I think that. A lot of people, a lot of young people um, have grandiose ideas of right. what this Twitch platform is. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm just excited to have fun. It really is just going to be playing games while people watch. Yeah, so that's cool. That's always been my, not to get too bogged down in the streaming conversation, but that's always been my perspective too, is like I stream when I want to because I want to. Right. I sometimes have five people in my chat. And sometimes I have 45 people. Yeah. And I never know why or whatever. Yeah. But here's one thing I'll say that helped me a lot to not adjust how I was how I was acting when I was streaming is turn off your viewer count from the get go. Good call. You can look at it afterwards. Yeah. Good. Afterwards, you can like look back at your recap of the of the night. But if you see that you have no one, you're going to act different. And also, if you see that you have 150 people, you're going to act different. Right. So just turn it off and act the same all the time. Yeah. And uh, for me, acting the same all the time means resting bitch face. Yeah. So sure. it doesn't really work out in my favor that way. But <laughs> Okay. 
I said I had one to go along with one of yours, and that was it. Uh, my next one, it's a little vague, but I have some specifics, and it's to make more gaming content. Nice, man. Uh, so that, I'm, I have this show, and I'm often a guest on other shows, um, and I literally, my job is, my full-time job is making content, but I'm not always appearing on that content. But one of my goals in this is uh, a YouTube channel, and I've already got some some ideas and some working on towards those things. And uh, I want to produce more gaming content with that I'm on and whether I'm producing it or not, like if I'm just guesting or whatever, that's fine too. Um, but the big part of that, the part to make it measurable is that I want to do at least an average of a video a week on my own wow. YouTube channel. And that's good. I feel like that's like back in the old days on handsome phantom when we were doing more videos we're putting out three or four videos a week sometimes. Yeah. So I know I can do it. Absolutely. It's just a matter of, and I was busier then than I am now, but there was also more people. And right. this is just me um, in theory, at least right now. So that's my goal. I'd love to do more than that, but I also don't want to overextend myself. And my kind of, um, my philosophy is the same as yours. And the same I have with streaming is that I want to do it for myself because I don't always feel creatively, I have so many people around me making content and I'm not a part of it. And I want to do that. Even if no one's watching, yeah. I still like to do it. It's an outlet. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's funny because I yeah. said that to my wife the other day and she was like, well, how many people listen to the podcast? And I gave her an approximation. She's like, that's a lot of people. And I was like, yeah. She's it's... like, how many people watch you stream? And I was like, I don't know. Here, yeah. It depends. But this is the average. She's like, that's a lot of people to just like yeah. sit and watch <laughs> you play a game. I was like, I know. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. It's different. It's different. So. Anyway, uh, yeah, I want to. I want to do some. I'm, I'm planning on starting that channel. Um, hopefully, later this month. I've already got some ideas and content in production, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, Dave. Um, okay, this is this is the one I had a hard time with, but um, I don't know why. I've been thinking about this series for a long time, and it's a series that sort of in a genre that I rarely play, but the few times that I have dipped my toes in, I've really enjoyed myself. Um, so my, my last one is um, I want to play a persona game this year. Oh, dude, Yes, <laughs> Dave. Yes. I'm not um, even a fanboy, but yes, yes. yes. <laughs> don't tell dust. I won't. Um, we don't tell dust. And then shit. I, I guess the stretch goal there is to finish it, but I Good know luck. that, that's a pretty tall, and it doesn't really jive well with the other two goals. Um, one, because it's single player, and two, that isn't a candidate for platinum, platinuming for me. But who knows? Maybe I'll love it, and I'll just combine them all together. But um, yeah, I don't know where I'm going to play it. I'll probably be an idiot and play it on the Switch or something like that. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, always heard people talk very highly of it. It's I'm not like into Japanese stuff and anime and all that. But um, I've heard a lot of the music and I've I've seen like what the story is like and, and stuff like that. And I think it'd be an interesting thing to try. And as I said, I've, I've thought about it for a long time and just always deferred to other stuff. So uh, I think that's one thing I'm going to try and knock out this year is, is finally play a Persona game. And I assume it's going to be what some variation of Persona 5, um, but I'll... I'll say it won't be. What's the dancing one? Dancing in starlight. Dancing all night. Yeah. yeah. Dancing all night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Dave, um, um, five is on the PlayStation Plus collection. Right. Right. And five Royal is on 
Game Pass, uh, Game Pass. right now. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. you don't even, there's not even a monetary investment the, for you right the now. The barrier of entry is quite low. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's what it's all about, boys. So, again, another another softy there. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, and, and, yeah, maybe that'll be the first one I kind of knock off. But we'll see. We'll see. Dave, I'm excited for your journey. Thanks, man. Thanks. <laughs> Coming from someone who has played about half of it, which is still a decent feat compared to most games. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. No, I've heard. I've heard. Written. So my last one is the ushy, gushy, squishy one I got, just like Davies. Um, mine Excuse is... Me? What? <laughs> it's not as steadfast. It's not quantifiable. And this is what we're okay. saying. This yeah. is my last one. It's a little bit floppy. I get it. But I want to be proficient at mouse and keyboard. And let me just explain myself. Okay. I know that's incredibly vague, but... I have been playing for over 10 years shooters, okay? And I'm talking about shooters specifically, but I'm not talking about proficiency in mouse and keyboard only in shooters. I'm, I'm talking about at all, just comfortability with the peripheral. Um, there's something about when you... I'm trying to decide how, how, how to explain this. And Ben, you played a lot of shooters. Dave, you played a lot of shooters. When you could like do something that is like done without thought like i'm talking about like split second decisions it almost feels like the controller at some points in certain situations maybe not at every moment but is like an extension of you like there's no thought involved with it that's where i was and that was what felt good i've been doing that for years and years and years on controller i want to feel that way on mouse and keyboard it doesn't matter how well i'm doing and the thing that i'm doing i want that there is never, and I'm not saying I'm not going to hit the wrong button every once in a while. There's a lot more buttons. I get it. Right. But I want it to be almost like second nature to me. And I and I feel myself over the weeks that I've had this getting closer and closer to that with every step. But I'm excited this year to really just genuinely dig deep into what the keyboard has uh-huh. and what I can do with it. Because I feel like the potential for this format is just so infinitely larger than I I could ever have achieved on uh, on a controller. Um, and playing Call of Duty has really made me realize that. Um, when I first started playing on uh, keyboard, I had thought to myself that maybe I was going to be a, a controller player on PC. Now, I don't think I even want to pick up the controller and play a shooter anymore. Yeah. If I don't have to. Now, I'm not saying that I'm not going to play Far Cry on my PlayStation at some point when the new one comes out. I'm not saying that. Mm -hmm. But it's just different. And I'm excited this year to really lean into that um, because I definitely still hit the Windows key somehow. It's in a fucked ass spot. (laughs) I don't know what I'm trying to hit. Well, the other day we were playing Warzone and you threw a thermite at me. Yeah, dude. It's, so, so that was that was on purpose. Yeah, that's that's the stank that I'm referring to specifically, and I'm excited to wash that stank, right. um, you know, from my body. Uh, so, yeah, it's just exciting. I'm I'm really blessed. The, this PC has been better than I could have ever imagined. Yeah. Um, and I'm just scratching the surface, and that's the most exciting part. So, can I can I make a, a, a suggestion? Yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> Uh, I know this isn't really a game that uh, I I don't want to say it's not in your wheelhouse, but uh, it might be right in your wheelhouse, but maybe not a series that you've kind of latched onto. But if there is an opportunity for you to spend a bit of time with Battlefield, um, I can't help but feel like 
it's a little bit more conducive to mouse and keyboard. I'm not saying like move from Call of Duty to Battlefield, but maybe right. if you spend a little bit of time in, in, in Battlefield, and it can be one or five or, or uh, you know, 2042, whatever you like, even four. Yeah, there's lots of people still playing that game. That may help the transition a little bit um, easier, especially yeah. you know when you go back to your main, your, your number one hoe, which is uh, <laughs> Call of Duty. So, right. Yeah. Dude, no, Battlefield 4. Now, obviously, I was on, on PS4 at the time, but that game is top tier. Um, I don't care what anybody says. It's one of the best. Now, I just want to, for all the audience and for Dave, who doesn't necessarily know, uh, Brandon, yeah, you're not proficient, I would say, with mouse and keyboard. But we play many matches with Brandon in his first week on mouse and keyboard where he was uh, getting more kills than me in Call of Duty matches easily. Uh, so he's already well on his way. It's about the feel. I get yeah. it. And it's like and it's like our buddy Justin, who is clearly the best of our friend group at Call of Duty complaining. Uh-huh. And we're like, dude, you're you're literally like <laughs> you get two chopper gunners a game. Like yeah. goddamn, dude. But like I part of me empathizes with that sure. because no matter what, like even the best games where we win sometimes, like we will win. And you're like, thank God that match is over. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just the way it goes sometimes. Yeah. No so, matter how good you are, you always want to be better. Right. No. So and I I think that's something that I guess I'm not very coordinated, so I never could like physically exert myself in that way. Uh-huh. But I guess I physically am doing something to manipulate the computer. But b- building up myself and practicing something in video games has always been something that's been really enjoyable for me. Nice. So, yes. Yeah. Nice. All right. My last one is to play more and this is a little bit loosey-goosey but play more old franchises and games and i don't mean super old i mean games that i missed because of one reason or another uh two examples i want to play through the mass effect trilogy nice i don't need any of that uh what was that other game called andromeda andromeda i don't need that it's okay yeah i know Uh, i want to play the mass effect trilogy and i'll probably play the new one and it was free on ps plus last month plus i have it on game pass and I don't know. I may even, I probably, I literally think I own it on 360. So, uh, we'll, I'm not going to play it on there, but so I want to play that and, um, Dead Space. Uh, I want to play through the original, at least the original game, if not the original trilogy as well. Yeah. Were you having some um, issues with that? I was. I'll talk about that later, probably. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, uh, and those are just examples, like not ancient games. It's not like I'm going to go back and play Doom 3, which I mean, I've played a billion times, but, uh, but I'm going to play some games in the last, decade to 15 years that i've missed out on so like early 2000 no, i mean even even early 2000s but mostly like from when i graduated high school to now nice which was 2006 for anybody who's wondering um just because like there's so many of those franchises that are so relevant and now they're all getting like remakes and stuff but they're so relevant and still and i haven't played them um for one reason or another a couple years ago, I realized, oh, wow, I've only played the first three or the first two Gears games. So I went through and played the rest of them. I still never played Gears 5 because it wasn't out yet. But um, so just stuff like that, where it's like these are modern day franchises that are just things I missed. And I feel like there's so much uh, things, so many things I missed. Like, for instance, I have access to play uh, Callisto Protocol right now. And I want to play that. But uh, I feel like I would be doing the universe dirty by not playing dead space before I play that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, that's uh that's, that's my other goal is to play some older franchises, particularly single player that I never really dipped my toes into for one reason or another. And uh, I think as those come up and I talk about them, both 
hopefully doing YouTube videos as well as on the podcast. Uh, I'll talk about like the reasons I missed it or whatever, if there, if there was a particular reason. Um, but yeah, those are our gaming resolutions for 2023. They're a little more measurable than last year. So we'll see if we can knock those out. I, uh, I think all these things are, are things we can do. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. yeah. They're all Definitely. realistic. They're no, interesting too. Easily. Yeah. We'll be, we'll be better gamers for it in 2024. That's, that's for right. Sure. Except for you, Dave. Since you're playing a percent of game, I don't know if better. I'm going to be more like Dustin. <laughs> cool. Uh, okay. We're going to do, we're going to wait till next week to talk about an anticipated game because the news is slow this week. I think it's still going to be a little slow next week. I mean, you never know. We could have another Activision bomb drop on us, another, another acquisition thing happen early in the year like we did last year. But we'll still just take a little bit of time to talk about a game or two next week that we're anticipating for the year. Uh, but for now, we're going to talk about what we've been playing this uh past week or so brandon you're up first cool i told you last week i was getting a little bit antsy i had three games that i had started and none that were finished yeah and so this past weekend i had some nice r&r um i got a chance to complete two of my three nice um so i completed high on life um dave pretty much did everything there is to say about it last week yeah i just really good from start to finish i will say the end felt like it wrapped up a bit fast Mm -hmm. and i feel like there's part of that game and i can't quite nail it down dave said some interesting things about the challenges i think that would have helped out a lot it would have maybe helped replayability maybe a new game plus would have been cool if they added challenges something like that i could see maybe a patch in the future but uh really a unique game um, and I really hope they continue to make games. I think they will. I think the success of this game will do nothing but prompt more. Um, it certainly isn't even their first game. What is their third or fourth? Most of them have been VR. But, Trover. Yeah. Yeah. There was Trover and there was um, the, the Rick and Morty game. Yeah. 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 Two. And they did one other one. I can't remember. Okay. But I think. Yeah. So funny. Um, enjoyed every part of it. Just a really inventive um colorful and interesting world uh is a good way to put it um and uh that and i completed god of war oh finally 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 um after much delay not really (laughs) i know everyone's rushing to complete a game that came out like a fucking month ago yeah but um i'm excited to have finished this journey yeah um I'm a little bit sad having said that. Yeah. Um, being at the end of something that I've spent so much time working towards. And anticipating. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, I feel like it was an honorable wrap up. Yeah. Um, I understand some of the critiques of the story, but I think that um, diluting the story in any sort of, sort of way would have lessened it. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm interested in the platinum for this one. I don't know Me about too. you guys. I am too. Uh, I platinum the first one. It would only be right that I platinum the second one. Sure. Um, yeah, just so cinematic. Um, the best looking game I've ever played on PS5. Easily, yeah. easily, easily. Um, one of the better looking console games I've ever played, period. Um, the story is unmatched. Truly just unmatched. It, it really is like a movie at almost any point uh, you're playing and not many games can say that. Yeah. I don't... Had I finished God of War last week when we talked? I can't remember. I don't I th- think you did. Uh, did you? 
either, I thought I finished it on Christmas or so, but I, I, either way, I finished it too yeah. sometime in the recent past. Yeah. And I agree with everything you're saying. Yeah. Uh, it is a game that I think I don't want to get bogged down and like spend too much time, but I do think it's a game that I'll go back and probably play some more. There's so many side quests that I didn't do. Yeah. It's, I think this game is more the long haul one. Yeah. Now that I've actually completed the story, I feel like it will be much more relaxing to just time by time, just kind of pick away at it. Brandon, real quick, without spoilers here for anybody, mm-hmm. including Dave or the audience, uh, did you do the the second ending and get the full credits? I don't think I did. Okay, we got to talk about we that gotta afterwards because you okay. got to do that. Yeah, it, it's you're done with the story, trust okay. me. But there's the one extra piece that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know about. This. See, because I've purposely not looked at anything, so I'm glad we're yeah. talking about this. The only reason I um, I heard like one line somebody said and i was like i gotta figure out what that is yeah and then went and did it so okay yeah, it adds so much more meaning to that really yeah i think so okay interesting yeah. well i'm yeah. glad you said something but um that and uh, that's ne- also kind of a psa for the audience that oh. there's if you see credits you're not actually done until you see the black screen with credits we'll talk about it yeah anyway uh that and my last one was need for speed i'm almost done uh it's the game sets itself up in four week intervals you go through a whole month and then you beat the game at the end i'm on the last week like halfway through um within a couple hours i'll be done um very good game um could be better in a lot of ways but the things that matter most about this game are great so can't complain nice dave you're up um okay so a couple new ones for this week um first one is uh nhl 23 um we don't play in that yeah we don't talk about sports games very often but uh the nice thing about them especially if they're ea is they go on sale very quickly so i this just came out in october and i got up for 60 percent off so wow that's Um, a fucking steal i will admit i am canadian uh, so oh, I do I like me some hockey. Yeah, yeah. Can you believe it? Yeah. Um, I like hockey. Um, but something that's a little bit different for me about this one is um, one of the reasons I've I've kind of avoided a lot of sports sports games in the past, you know, five years or so is this kind of grindy monetization um, that has pretty much emerged into every sports game. Um, even when I was playing the show, uh, the MLB, the show quite a bit over the past few years, I was just kind of sticking to the, you know, create a player and franchise mode and stuff like that. But NHL 23, I decided to kind of just specifically start with, um, hockey ultimate team, which is, you know, it's, it's the NHL version of the thing where, you know, you, there's like a meta and you grind out stuff. And uh, I'm not planning on spending any money in this game, but uh, I'm actually having a good time with this. Um, I do enjoy um, that, you know, every time you log in, you're not just playing a meaningless game, but like everything you do, there are like so many different objectives that you're kind of whittling away. And, you know, every time you accumulate a certain number of points or or sort of complete certain um, meta objectives uh you get like a new card pack and like there's something very fun and addicting about opening these packs and i think ea knows that and that's why they've they've put these as you know kind of the microtransaction piece in all their games but it's really cool you you slowly kind of uh improve your lineup and and you see your overall um thing go up your overall rating and then you know you go into games and you can feel your team getting better and uh yeah it's just kind of a cool way to to approach a sports game um so I don't know how much time I'm going to spend with it. Probably, 
you know, a decent amount. And it's the kind of thing that over the course of a year, I can kind of keep going back to, like, even if I'm just popping in for a game or two. So I'm enjoying yeah. that. Um, I also downloaded Marvel Snap uh, last week, actually probably just after we recorded because um, Ben was talking about it quite a bit. And and uh, I had my nephews here last week for a few days and, uh, you know, they were just kind of hanging out and doing stuff. And I'm like, I'm going to play something on my phone. So Wait, are these yeah. your, your nephews or your wife's nephews? Uh, I think we established there, they are my nephews okay. as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, 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 I think this is a cool little mobile game. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get into its meta, but again, um, the card thing is really cool. It, it's funny. At one point I messaged Ben and I'm like, am I playing against bots? Because like, I feel like I, I haven't lost a game yet. And I played like half a dozen games and, um, you know, I had to use strategy and stuff, but like, I just wasn't losing. And Ben's like, yeah, your first like a dozen or two dozen games or something like that are, are all against spots. So my confidence just went um, straight to <laughs> the floor. But I mean, I've played a little bit of Hearthstone and stuff. Um, but I think the thing that stands out to me about this game is the, the three different like, l- like cards or slots that you play cards on um, and how each one has a different variation. And I've kind of gone in with the strategy that like, I'm not going to go after all three. I'm just going to focus on two and depending on, on whatever um, sort of modifier each location has, then it's always different in each game. So um, yeah, I'm enjoying that. Uh, I don't know again, if I'm going to spend too much time with it, but as a mobile game that I, you know, you just kind of jump into um, it's a lot of fun, but yeah, But yeah, uh, last thing is I've just been playing more cyberpunk. Um, <laughs> as there are like a few games that stick out in my head of of when the title card hits, and you know we're used to like the title card hitting in a game like an hour after you start, or maybe twenty minutes. And I had forgotten about the title card. But for those who have played cyberpunk, I'm not going to spoil anything. But the events leading up to and the events directly after the title card hitting, which for me was about nine hours in, was when I finally got the Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> and I completely forgot. But my goodness, that was insane. I, yeah. I kind of just jumped in. and I'm like, I'm only going to play for like 30 minutes or something. And I, I had started that mission and like an hour and a half, two hours had passed and my jaw had just dropped. Like it was just a crazy, crazy sort of series of events that took place, like leading up to that splash screen finally coming up. So um, yeah, this game's got a hell of a story. I'm, I'm super, super into it. Uh, I'm really in, looking forward to kind of um, continuing on. I'm doing a lot of side stuff too, which is a sign of a, a, an open world game I'm really into. So yeah. hoping that that keeps up, but yeah, really enjoying cyberpunk. So nice that's, uh, that's it for me for this week. Sweet. Um, I don't have a, a lot of new stuff to talk about, but I did. Uh, I know. I think we we talked about God of War. I did finish that. I think I finished it before last episode. But high praise for that. High on life. I also I think finished between last week and this week. Um, I loved it. I loved every part of it. There's obviously some things that were not perfect, and I think I talked a little bit about the bugs last week that I was experiencing that I've not heard a lot of people mention. So. Maybe it was just a problem with my particular install or something, but that was a little bit annoying to me that I kept having to restart sections in order to fix a problem that like my gun disappearing or something like that. Um, so I wasn't real pleased with that. The Otherwise, I loved it. And I've talked before about how I'm not really somebody who goes and, and tries to get a platinum or tries to get 100% achievement, but I always look after I finish the game at how many trophies or achievements are left. 
And for this game, I went and looked at it and I was like, okay, yeah, these are all doable. Let me make sure that none of these are missable. And I looked on some website, I don't know what it was. And it said that there were six or seven missable achievements. And I was like, oh crap. So I went and looked. I was like, got that one, got that one, got that one, got that one. Okay. And then the last missable achievement is the last mission in the game. And I missed it. And there's no chapter select. There's no nothing. And so I would have gone back and gotten all the collectibles and gone and done the stuff that they tell you, like fully upgrade certain things that they tell you to do for certain achievements that you can do after the game is over. But because uh, that last missable achievement, there's no chapter select or anything to get back to it. I was just like, I'm not playing another 10 hours just to get one achievement so I can finish this so I can get the 100% achievement. Yeah. Um, so that was really irritating. And I don't understand why developers do that. I specifically in a game that so could so easily do it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I understand if it's like a decision choice based, I guess, to some extent, but just let me replay a particular boss fight and do one thing differently. Right. And then I can get the hundred percent. And here's the more uh, industry analytical part of it is that I know that game pass for their, consideration of who's getting new um, or who's getting a deal or if they should give someone a deal or whatever. They also count in addition to many other things, they're also looking at time invested because of course you're paying them $15 a month. They want you to play a, a single game for as long as humanly possible in order that you spend that whole $15 on playing that one game. And with this game, looking at the achievements that I had left to get and the collectibles and stuff, I probably I probably looking at another, I don't know, five to seven hours. But because I didn't have that one achievement ability to get that achievement without replaying the entire game, I just said no. And I was done. And they, they missed out on that five to seven hours. I know one person in the grand scheme of things, but that adds up. So some people, I mentioned this in the, the LSM discord for, uh, and that people were like, well, you, you can always just look at the achievements ahead of time. And I'm like, no, that's not, I don't want to play games thinking I need to do this in order to, because then I'm just thinking about when's that going to happen? When's that going to happen? Right. I understand if you're a trophy or achievement hunter, why you would do that. But for me, it's just like a fun little extra thing. It's like new game plus without new game plus. Like it's more for me to do after I beat the game, but the missable achievement thing is just so dumb to me because yeah, I hate it. So they anyway, really, they really should add a new game. plus. I love the game though. Yeah. The game was great. Everything about it was a lot of fun. They they could add a new game plus to that game, but the problem is that the way you... So normally in new game oh, plus, you start with you, all your weapons. The way but you achieve. In that game, the way you get your weapons is through the game. Keep, like, keep your inventory. It's story related. Keep your inventory upgrades, and then you just get the guns as Maybe. you go. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I get what you're saying, though. Either way, I think that'd be tough for that game. But if they would just add a chapter selection, I would go back and get the 100%. Right. But yeah. anyway, other than that, like those things and the, and the bugs, I love the game. I think it's great. Uh, I wish it had clicked well with more people. There were a lot of people who were like, the, the gameplay is not, like, the, the, the first-person shooting is not very good. And I'm like, it's not a, it's supposed to be. Like, that wasn't the, fo- the focal point. I'm missing the point. This is a, this is a story-slash-comedy-based game, but so many cool moments. And Dave mentioned the possibility of doing a spoiler cast sometime. Uh, I think that'd be a lot of fun. I don't know if we will or not, but that's something to consider for sure. Yeah. I would play it again if we do that. Yeah, I might. I might not though. So, uh, I've been playing more Vampire Survivors. Been picking it back up, maybe like half an hour, like one or two runs every night before I go to bed. Uh, of course, I've been playing COD still with the boys. Not as much as I was because I'm trying to play other stuff. 
Uh, and one of those other things is Dead Space, which I mentioned earlier. So yesterday, I started playing Dead Space. I'm only a couple hours in the original Dead Space. I feel like I had started playing Dead Space in the past and dropped it. Um, but now I picked it up and I want to actually play it. And part of that's because the new game, the, the remake's coming out, and I want to be prepared to be in that conversation. And part of it's because I want to play Callisto Protocol and I want to be in that conversation. Like, so there's all this other stuff that's making me want to play Dead Space uh, as well as just the fact that it's a game I missed. And the reason I missed it is because I've always been somebody who's like, ah, horror doesn't scare me, therefore it's not doing its job, therefore it's not for me. Like, it's not fun. But my friend Jimmy mentioned to me, he's like, well, horror doesn't just have to be scary. Sometimes it can just be fun. I'm like, oh, yeah. Duh. So anyway, I'm playing Dead Space <laughs> and uh, started getting into a lot more horror stuff, actually, because of that revelation. And uh, it's so interesting to see how dated and janky it feels now and slow but thinking about the other games that came out in 2008 and and slightly before that this game was so far ahead of its time that it's like unreal to think about how i can understand why it was so monumental for so many people um but like i said i'm only a couple hours in and nothing really big has happened yet i suppose but i can already tell you know there's promise here and it's it's a game I'll enjoy. And I've heard from many people that two and three are even better iterations on the game. So more to report on that as I move forward. Um, I'm sure I'll be done with it by next week. And uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. That's where we're at. You didn't just want to wait. Didn't just want to wait what? For the remake. I intentionally wanted to play it because I wanted to be able to play the remake again with eyes of the old game. Gotcha. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And maybe there's some content there to be made too. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. I haven't decided 100% on that, but we'll see. That's all we got, boys. That's it. That's it. Brandon, you sound thrilled yeah, that's and it, alive man. to be here. Whew. I'm living. <laughs> don't forget about the Patreon. Don't forget about the Discord. We appreciate your support in both those places. Next week, we'll talk about a lot of stuff, hopefully, but definitely a couple anticipated games for us for the next uh, the rest of the year. Uh, anything, anything else from you boys? No, that's all she wrote. All right, that's it. We'll see you next time. Bye. The HP Podcast is brought to you by our patrons over at patreon.com slash handsome phantom. Thanks to our producers, Grabalicious, Christian Snow, Rainick, Chris Bylock, Derek O, Nuke Dukum, Brian Parrott, Htrons, Maurice Bays, Passive Pixels, Edwin Castillo, Boots, Poot, Jared, Josh Cummings, Edward Walton, Charles Peterson, Toby Ryland, Wormhat. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast.